Welcome to Understanding the Bible with Pastor Stephen, episode 31, Independence Day. So happy 4th of July. Sorry I missed it with you guys last week. I did not do an episode that day. I was too busy spending time with my family, and I had a friend fly in from out of state. Uh, We were doing fireworks, went to the ocean. Uh, So I had a great day. I hope you guys did too. But I I didn't want to skip uh, this great day in the history of America. Uh, there are lots, lots of things to be thankful for. Uh, I wanted to touch on a couple of brief points and, uh, and a little bit of history. So first of all, thank you to our veterans. Uh, I myself being one, it means a little bit more uh, to me as well. And uh, we've got 246 years here of, of being a great country. So anyone who is currently serving or is a veteran, I uh, appreciate your service. Thank you very much. It is important. It is also very important to know what you are fighting for and what you're willing to lay your life down for. So in our uh, forefathers' wisdom, they established this nation in 1776 with blood and a heavy, heavy reliance upon the God of the Bible for our freedoms and to establish our laws. So I think it is only fitting that on the 4th of July that we celebrate and actually take time to look at the Declaration of Independence. It's probably been a while since you've read it. I'm not going to read the whole thing. It's it's kind of wordy, but it's only like a page and a half, two pages. So I'm going to touch on a couple of highlights in here. This is direct quotes from the Declaration of Independence. When in the course of human events, it becomes necessary for one people to dissolve the political bands which have connected them with another and to assume among the powers of the earth the separate and equal station to which the laws of nature and of nature's God entitle them. A decent respect to the opinions of mankind requires that they should declare the causes which impel them to the separation. We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, that to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men, deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed, that whenever any form of government becomes destructive to these ends, it is the right of the people to alter or to abolish it and to institute new government. A lot in there. It's very important. They do recognize God, the God of nature, the creator, and that we have unalienable rights, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. That doesn't mean you have the right to be happy. What they're saying, if you read their writings, is you have the right to work for your happiness and not to be the slave of somebody else, your life and liberty. All that stuff is tied together. So that means the right to personal property. What you work for, you get to keep. You don't have to give to the king. Nobody has a right to come in and take the things that you have worked for and the home that you have worked to build and the family and the life that you have worked to create. So that's the pursuit of happiness. It doesn't mean that everyone should be able to have a happy pill and have a smile on their face and be high or whatever all the time. It's the pursuit of your own happiness, your own goals, your own dreams by working, not having it handed to you. All right. Then it goes on to say, but when a long train of abuses and usurpations pursuing invariably the same object evinces a design to reduce them under absolute despotism, it is their right It is their duty to throw off such government and to provide new guards for their future security. Then they go on to list the reasons why 
they thought it was worthwhile to fight a war against the king of England. He has refused his assent to laws, the most wholesome and necessary for the public good. And then it says he has obstructed the administration of justice. I don't know, maybe uh, allowing your son to do everything that is that you're fighting to imprison other people for, you know, just a thought. Uh, he has erected a multitude of new offices and sent hither swarms of officers to harass our people. DOJ, FBI, NSA, IRS, FDA, EPA, et cetera, et cetera. Way too many federal offices, right? A multitude of new offices. He has kept among us in times of peace standing armies without the consent of our legislators. Did you know that having a standing military is against our Constitution? Only in times of war are we allowed to call up a military. So, as a veteran, my service was actually against the Constitution for the most part. I would challenge you guys to read the Constitution if you haven't read it recently. It's, it's very telling about what our current government is doing that is in violation of our rights. Uh, let's see, the king imposed taxes on us without our consent. How many hundreds of taxes do we pay without voting for it? Did you vote on an income tax? Do you even have the opportunity to vote on whether you should pay income tax? For depriving us in many cases of the benefits of trial by jury. Hmm. January 6, peaceful protesters, despite the lies of the media, who was violent? Who actually died? The protesters without guns were killed by cops after the cops let them in. Now these people are arrested and being deprived of a trial. They've been held for two years now in jail without a trial. Why? They didn't bring guns to an insurrection. They were standing out and peacefully protesting. And now we know, which I could have told you from the beginning, there was over 80 FBI agents in the crowd inciting the, the supposed riot and pushing in to get the crowds to go into the buildings. So the FBI orchestrated, actually did, the rioting and the smashing of objects and breaking of windows, whatever. We currently have people who are being deprived of the right to trial. Okay? He has plundered our seas, ravaged our coasts, burnt our towns, and destroyed the lives of our people. Do you know that there are over... 26 food manufacturing plants that have been destroyed in the last six months, burning our food supplies. That's orchestrated. It is not something that just randomly happens. He has excited domestic insurrection amongst us, BLM, Antifa. Congress has raised money anytime they're arrested to get them out to pay their bails. Did you know that? Antifa and BLM have been incited by people like Maxine Waters, Hillary Clinton, AOC, Chuck Schumer, actually saying we need more of this rioting. Calling it peaceful when they're burning down towns like Portland, right? In every stage of these oppressions, we have petitioned for redress in the most humble terms. Peaceful protest, right? Our repeated petitions have been answered only by repeated injury. A prince whose character is thus marked by every act which may define a tyrant is unfit to be the ruler of the people. And then they end with this paragraph. 
We, therefore, the representatives of the United States of America in general Congress, assembled, appealing to the supreme judge of the world, God, for the rectitude of our intentions, do in the name and by authority of the good people of these colonies, solemnly publish and declare that these united colonies are and of right ought to be free and independent states, that they are absolved from all allegiance to the British crown, and that all political connection between them and the state of Great Britain is and ought to be totally dissolved, and that as free and independent states they have full power to levy war, conclude peace, contract alliances, establish commerce, and to do all other acts and things which independent states may of right do. And for the support of this declaration, with a firm reliance on the protection of divine providence, God, we mutually pledge to each other our lives, our fortunes, and our sacred honor. These men lost everything, and most of them died, gave their life to establish the United States of America. Do you know how old these men were? James Monroe was only 18. John Marshall was 20, Aaron Burr was 20, Alexander Hamilton was 21, James Madison was 25, and Thomas Jefferson, the oldest of them, was 33. These people were young men who recognized their freedoms had been lost, and they stood up and fought. Now, don't get me wrong. They used words first. They wrote all sorts of things and had debates and met in public squares and talked and tried to do everything peaceful, as it stated in that declaration. But when it mattered, they picked up arms and they fought. So, number one, thank God for those men that established this country, established our laws based on the Bible and the Ten Commandments. Thank God that we had freedom in this country for over 200 years. But we are losing that freedom, and we must be willing to fight Listen to episode 12, Should a Christian Join the Military? Listen, God established nations and borders. Acts 17, verse 26, and this is speaking about God, he says, And has made of one blood all nations of men, for to dwell on all the face of the earth, and has determined the times before appointed, and the boundaries of their habitation. We have a right to establish the boundaries of our nation, to protect them, to fight to keep our nation free, and to establish laws. Remember in other places in the Bible, it talks about how Christians are supposed to follow the laws of the country that they are in because uh, God established the kings and kingdoms to be a terror unto evil. Well, you are to follow the laws as long as the nations are a terror to evil and not a terror to good. When the nations turn and become a terror to good and start taking away freedom, Start taking away personal property. Start doing taxation without representation. When they start taking away people's right to life, like abortion would probably be a big one. You can murder someone and there's no repercussions, right? When nations do things like that, it is an obligation that we have as a Christian to stand up and say no and do the right thing. So patriotism is not the end-all be-all even though July 4th has always been my favorite holiday, and I've been very patriotic. But our faith is in God, not in people and nations. And our home is heaven. Philippians 3.20 says, For our conversation, or community and citizenship, is in heaven, from whence also we look for the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. We do not need to rely 
on America and put all of our faith in America. Read the book of Revelations, thinking of where Jerusalem is in the world. The book of Revelations talks about how all the nations of the world come together to fight against Jerusalem, right? And it talks about the nations to the north, nations to the south, nations to the east. There's no nation from across the water to the west. There's no great army coming from the west. So I would argue that America does not exist in the end times or we do not have a military power. We might be assimilated into United Nations type thing and be coming from the north, but we're not our own nation anymore in the end times. So if you have uh, your faith in America and you have established this idea in your head that we will always be here because we're God's chosen people, we're not. Israel is God's chosen people. And we need to have faith in God. So while it's okay to be patriotic, as long as your country is a terror to evil and doing the right things, there's nothing wrong with being patriotic. That's a great thing. Join the military. Fight for what is right. Stand up for truth and honor and justice in the world and freedom, right? And that is why I celebrate with fireworks. You know, that's that's my final point here is it, fireworks, celebrations, you need to remember the history of that. And the 4th of July is a good time to teach your family, your kids, the explosions, the bombs bursting in air, the, the pretty colors of the fireworks are meant to simulate war. The loud noises, the explosions, the screeching missiles flying overhead. It's not supposed to be merely a joyous occasion. It is also supposed to be a somber realization of the fight, the struggle to establish the free country. Keep those two things in mind. God wants us to be happy and to have joy. It's not that we'll always be happy, right? But John 10, 10 says the thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. But Jesus came that they may have life and have it more abundantly. God wants us to have an abundant life. Psalm 118, 24 says, this is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. So there is nothing wrong with celebrations and rejoicing and having a happy, abundant life. And that is the second reason for the celebration. One, remember the history. Honor the men and women that have fought and died for this great country. Be willing to pick up your sword and fight again if need be. To keep freedom for you and your children and your children's children. Because a free country that actually is a terror to evil is a good country to live in and one that will allow you to speak truth and share the gospel of Jesus Christ with others, which is a Christian's primary responsibility. So I keep saying terror to evil, and that comes from Romans chapter 13, starting in verse 1. It says, Let every soul be subject unto the higher powers. So a lot of people say that, well, we have to obey all the laws in the land, right? For there is no power but of God, the powers that be are ordained of God. Whosoever therefore resisteth the power, resisteth the ordinance of God, and they that resist shall receive to themselves damnation. For rulers are not a terror to good works, but to the evil. Wilt thou then not be afraid of the power? Do that which is good, and thou shalt have praise of the same. For he is the minister of God to thee for good." We are only to follow the laws in the country we live in if they are a minister of God for your good and if they are a terror to evil. 
We are not to blindly follow all the laws of a nation just because God established the nations. That is not what that verse is saying. So keep that in mind. And I think that's enough for today, but I I wanted to establish some of the history and and the fact that uh, the 4th of July is to honor our forefathers and to honor God for giving us a free nation, but to remind us that we must be ready to fight to stay free and that we need to celebrate with our family the history that has led us to this point so that they can carry on and have a joyful life, even if we have to struggle and fight for it. You just need to know that God loves you and wants you to have life more abundantly. I hope you had a good celebration, whether it was a cookout with family and friends or fireworks or just sitting at home and relaxing with family and talking about the 4th of July and the freedoms that we have in this country and the freedoms that we had in the past as well. God loves you, and I hope that you take every opportunity to spread the love of God and the gospel of Jesus Christ. God bless you, and happy Independence Day.